Today you are going to meet uh, Michael. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop at just <laughs> Michael. You're gonna find out why when you you lean into this podcast. I I met Michael over four years ago, and I worked with him as um, as a business coach and life coach. I had never thought I would do something like that, and. Um, Reflecting back now, I realize just how important that was in my life and how how it did really um, transform uh, me into seeing that I was scared of technology. I was scared of things like Instagram and uh, a computer and I was holding myself back from parts of me. Um, and I talk about it even today. I I, re I read Michael's book. I've watched uh, the TEDx he was on. Michael is an engineer. And um, we talk about what happened after the ending of his marriage. And um, I, I really, I thought I knew Michael during that time. And uh, I really, I didn't. Uh, I, I read his book and I think I, I see another window into his life. Sure, there's still much more. Thank you, Michael, for sharing a little bit uh, with me today. I, I'm really hoping um, to, to sort of pull the curtain back and have, have an understanding for both males, females, all humans, just an, a deeper understanding and awareness. And I so appreciate that you shared this time with me today. Enjoy. Okay. Hi, it's the girl out there right here with you. It's me, Cindy. And this week we are here with Michael Tremor. Oh my gosh, I said your name wrong. Okay, hang on. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. That was close. This is the good stuff. You got to keep Actually, going. we're just going to say every week I get nervous with everyone's last name. And I was like, I'm not going to ask him his last name because I know it. And Michael... I even wrote it. Did you even get to the part in the book where I explained how to say it? I know. You did, didn't you? <laughs> I read the whole book. Read to oh, yeah. It was, you know, as long, it's Tranmer, the end before I know. the M. It November, was the end of the M. <laughs> November. Michael E.R. I actually when I in the first <laughs> the first um the first the first version of the book that I, I did because I was I talk about this it happens all the time right or my last name's not even that complicated but I was checking into this hotel spelling spelling out my name and I was like well you know one day I'm not gonna have to do this so I, I spelt it out in the book you know T-R-A-N- <laughs> As in November, M as in Michael, E-R, because it's when you spell it out, it, it's it's sometimes challenging to get the N and the M in the right place. But the first cut of the book, I had uh, I had a T-R-A-N as in Nancy, M as in Michael, E-R. And one of the, the people that, that read the book like, who's Nancy? Why, why, why would you use Nancy? Do you use a different different name than than that? So change it to November. I just was this this morning. I was like, "This is the first time I'm not gonna have to ask before. How do I say your last name?" <laughs> and then I just sorry, Michael. No sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Welcome. Thank you. 
Um, that was the best introduction ever. So um, just for my listeners, now some people actually do know you because um, I've spoken of you often. Uh, just I want to give a little bit of an intro as to how we've met. So we met, um, and then you can share a little bit, but uh, if you want, um, we met through the windows of Instagram, those little little boxes into our our lives. Um, and you had sent me a, a message uh, just saying that you had seen um, a good deed I had done or something. Um, and uh, and we're curious if I wanted to talk more. Um, and so we got onto a phone call and you had told me um, that you were you were doing coaching. And at this time, I had just started to do Reiki from myself, but I had not really, I had not really opened up to how I could do more or um, how I could expand that from myself. And so we started to talk and um, I agreed that, yes, this would be good for me to work with you. And we agreed to do that. And you. <laughs> not Mabel. And, and, and where are you now? I know. <laughs> Well, now, <laughs> now, yes, I am. I am now admitting that I am a, a psychic medium. I am working with people uh, worldwide. Um, I have carried on my studies into so much more. I'm an emotion code practitioner as well, a Reiki master, teaching others Reiki. Um, I've left my job and doing this full time. Um, and Which was always I, the biggest dream, right? I know. And just, I can say this because I remember, and if people scroll way, way back in my Instagram, there's a, the very first time I actually went on uh, live was because of you, Michael, you saying, Cindy, you just need to get on there and you need to post a video, just start doing it. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. And you, no, Cindy, you need to do this. No, I don't know. And, um, and so that was, that was all you. And I remember you saying at one point, I'm really excited for when your voice changes. And I was like, what, what does he mean? <laughs> and um, so there were little things that you would say to me along the way that actually, I will admit, irritated the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> yep. But, but it wasn't, it wasn't, well, you know, you know, you just said, uh, I'll, I'll continue to do that right now, but you, you, yeah. know, you just said it was, it was all me, but you know, uh, as much as I do and all the people that you work with, that it's, it's not all you helping them. It's, it's all them helping themselves. You're just, you're just being the guide. You're just being that mirror. You're just, you're just, you're just seeing what's, what their potential perhaps is. You're listening to, to what they're saying. And then you're, you're hearing where they're, they're stopping or blocking themselves and you're, giving them a, a different perspective and, and, and opening their, their mind to, Oh yeah, you, you could do that. You, you can start that business. You can start a podcast. You can actually do a video on Instagram and, and you will not die. And if you want to, you can leave your job and it may not happen when you want or exactly how you want or, or whatever the journey may be, but you know, yes, you can. Yes. And you, you had said that you had said you will leave your job. You, you had me write down these goals, which you talk, we're going to talk all about your book. You had me write down, you will leave your job 
end of 21 and you'll be full in your career 2022. And I remember I sat in my closet because that's where I used to take calls with you. And I was like, how am I writing this down? This seems impossible to me. How will I ever do this? And I wrote that four years ago, writing it down. I will leave my job 20 by the end of 21 and be full in my career 2022. And here I am doing exactly that. And Michael, you were the first one because I was doing Reiki um, training back then. And I remember in my closet saying, so Michael, I think I might be a psychic. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Your voice has changed. It's the first thing I noticed when we started this call today. I I can't remember the last time you and I spoke. It's definitely been perhaps many months or maybe even a a year or so. But yeah, you're your voice has changed and your, your confidence has changed. And I'm sure everyone that's been following on, on your journey is just like, this is great. Keep going. What's next? Yeah, it's definitely unfolded. And I've, I'm so grateful that I said yes to, to that. And so grateful that at that point, you just, you, yeah, you just definitely stood your ground and were like, no, Cindy, you're no, it's just going to keep going. So why I really I will receive that I will receive I'm not it's not it's something I, I need I am working on uh you know when, when when people pour into you like that it's it's important to to receive that so that's it's an, it's incredible I'm so happy for right. you and, and for us and for all of this yes so I had this um vision um this year I really wanted to invite um more men onto my podcast um, and men that have been um, important in my life, but also, um, and all humans, but really, I think that sometimes we just hear a lot about the, well, at least in in my work, you hear a lot about the women's vulnerability and I hear a lot about, um, you know, and that's very important, but I also really am captivated by um, the men who are, who perhaps haven't yet opened up that side of their journey or who are in it or who have done it. And I, I really want to share this more in, in the world um, because I think the more we can share it and the more that men can talk about it, um, it it's so vital. Um, yeah, it's, I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're taking this lead. And, and I would also add, I won't, I won't, I'll, I'll stop going coach mode here in a second here, but I would also add like, like why, why, why have those conversations uh, with the men specifically? And I was thinking about something similar like this this morning is, and it, it can, and I guess I think it relates more to the men as well. Like you know, all my buddies in, in, in the WhatsApp chat groups, you know, got friend group here, friend group there. And, you know, a lot of it is this, this, this conversation and this focus and, and this energy on every, all the other news and the crap in the, in the, the world and, and, and judgment on that and, and staying up to date with, with whatever's going on in the news and, and analyzing that and, and seeing what could be good or bad. There's no internal reflection. Like who are, who are we to, to look out at what other people are doing in the world and and, and decisions in this and government and all the businesses and all this crap. Like who, who are we to, to look outside and make all these judgments when so few, especially the dudes take the, I mean, I do it a lot. I'd probably do it a little bit too much, my uh, self-reflection, but who, who are we to project outwards when we haven't taken the opportunity to see where 
where we can improve internally and then, then so helping others through our own transformation. Yes, exactly. And, um, and so I wanted, yes. Um, so I wanted to just take this time to talk to you um, because one, you have written an incredible book. And I also know besides the, the book talks so much about your journey. When I met you, I was working with you, I think you had already gone through a huge transformation, but I remember there was one conversation we had where you had said you had separated from your wife and you had said to me, I had told you, you know, well, I was with my husband for 12 years. And so, you know, it's just be prepared. It sometimes takes about half the time to really get over that. And you were like, ah, uh, no, I just need like one year. <laughs> oh God, you were right. Uh, so it's been four years now and we were together for 12 years. We we're married for six years. So I'm not sure how that works with your math, Cindy, but, uh, and I don't think it's, I don't think, you know, getting over it or getting or over on yeah. whatever it may be. But, you know, I think the, I think the point stands that, uh, whenever that conversation was, it, it might've been three years ago, 2018, yeah. this is right, it was three years ago. But even even you see the you see the the memories pop up on Facebook or, or Instagram about where our stories that we post a year ago, almost every single time I read what I wrote or what I post, I'm like, oh, God, dude, what what were you thinking? What on earth? And that, why would you even say that or put that out there? Analyze this that you did this because that and that and that. That's why I know why you did it. But I think I think that's good. I think that's that's the point, because. I'm a different dude than I was a year ago. I'm a different dude than I was a week ago. I'm a different guy than I was a month ago for sure. Uh, you know, I took I took kind of a <laughs> I took kind of a break last summer. I was super tired at the end of um, the spring, just from all the book promotion and life and the talk and all that and all that stuff going on. So I kind of took a, I kind of took a few steps backwards through the summer. Just kind of became a delinquent a bit. But I've put a focus on uh, on this fall to, to level up again and really take that next step and whatever that means in my personal development. But I'm kind of I'm kind of back on to, to, to amping things up now. But that's kind of the point. Yes. So, OK, so let's talk about the book. Can we start there? And and I want to talk about the talk, too. But OK, so the book is called Satori Ananda. Satori is Japanese for flash of enlightenment. Ananda is Sanskrit for the bliss of being. And I pulled these two words out of an Eckhart Tolle book that I was reading in the months following my, my separation, which was four years ago now. And th these two words really spoke to me because I, you know, at that, at that time I was having these, these all, these, these breakthroughs, these, these real clarity on why the relationship had ended and who I was and who she was and why things had, had turned out the way they had and why they hadn't worked out. So I was having these real moments, some of them really, really beautiful, most of them really, really painful, but there were these real flashes of, of clarity. And at the same time, I was, I was doing really whatever it, it, I could to, to move on and, and, and really piece my identity back together. But for the most part, be happy and be, be content and, and find that will to, to move forward. And I was finding that I, it was when I started meditating. It was when I started journaling and it was when I spent more time in nature. So it was really during those peaceful present moments when I was fully present, that I was finding that 
that bliss, those real Ananda moments fully present in the moment. It's, I, I just have to, when I started reading the book, I was reading it, um, you know, there's just the first, first chapter or whatever, and reading it from the perspective of myself. And so, um, and it's interesting because I'm looking at it going, I was the person who said, I'm not in love with you anymore to my partner. And so looking at it and thinking, and then hearing the other person, it was huge reflection of going, like, I know how hard it was for me to say that to another person. Um, but then actually reading into it and going, I, it was like, I was looking at the eyes of my partner when I'm reading this from your perspective. Wow. And wow. it was, it was so huge um, to see it and then feel it from somebody else, even though I know it's not my partner, but actually to see how somebody else could, your words were really true. Um, and I think for, for most people, um, just to understand all the things that you, you wrote. And like I said to you just before we started, I see you in such a different way than just as I had seen you even on Instagram or you as a coach, we worked together for a really long time. Um, there were su there's such beautiful moments that, that you've written in there that are so raw um, and, and very real that I don't know, I don't know many, and I don't, I hate, but I don't know many men that have, have expressed it that way that I know. And um, people often will talk about the, uh, the, the dates I've been on or the amount of time I try to like lean into dating, but I, I've never read like where a man will express like that, where you're lean, you and your partner are on a log at this one point after you've been separated for a very long time. Do you know that part? Well, mm -hmm. obviously you know that part. Yeah, I was there. And it's, it's like you... <laughs> But it's like you both realize you're not going to come back together. And it's this idea where you are, um, you're realizing that you had tried for so long to make this marriage work and you had manifested things to make the marriage work. But now you're realizing that you have to do soul work for yourself. That is such a powerful, uh, anyone who's gone through a separation um, knows that there's still a connection with that person. Um, but then accepting that you have to do this work for yourself. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was, you know, I think the, I think, I think the line was something along the lines of, you know, we were both getting, we're, well, when we were, we were both getting more clear on, on who we were. And it was, it was clear at that point that the, it wasn't going to be together moving forward. But I think, yeah, no, I really, really felt and, and, and absorbed what, what you just said, Cindy, it was really beautiful. And for, for me, the reason why I wrote the book and the book, it really details the eight or so months after my breakup, after the separation. And like I said, we were together for 12 years, married for six years, but all the things that you just described about being able to, to relate these emotions and communicate it and, and share what I was feeling, all of that was so friggin' new. And it started immediately after she spoke those words to me that she was not in love with me anymore. Before that, the 36 years before that, I was a lot like the other dudes out there that didn't want to go there, but didn't know how to go there and just didn't feel there. And so it's, 
wasn't my fault. It's not their fault. It's, it's, I, I never had that, never had, or never knew again. And why I mentioned this in the beginning, like why, why it's so important to, to go there and explore ourselves like that. But for me, that, that, that real first drop of a real emotional pain was what cracked all of this awakening open. Like I had done, I'd done so much physical pain to myself previously, like Ironman, climbing mountains, biking 245K. Like I, I had done all that, but none of that had had the same uh, impact on me to enter this new world of being able to, to express all that was going on. Yes. I think that's, you would even, these are these, and even for myself, I will say you were even like how you started to change um, your environment, like looking like one wall always had to look one way. And suddenly you realize like, I can, I can create this for myself and how looking at um, a conversation, I mean, I'm going to share the whole book, but looking at it, this is great. Because I I got so absorbed into it because I think for so long you forget who yourself is or you open in a new way because you don't even realize you don't even think about it before. But it was like you had had a conversation with somebody and you said before I would have thought that person was strange. And suddenly now you're like you you want to open into them. Right. You 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 realize that, you know, it's a person holding a sick dog. And um, <laughs> and I think that's. For so, for so long, people will say that of, for, about me, where they're like, how do you just live without judgment? And it's like, I think sometimes when you're cracked open, it's just, you just know, like it just all makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and then it doesn't make sense. It's, and certainly, it doesn't. Been a, it's certainly been a journey. <laughs> the, you know, they'll, they'll most likely be a, a follow-up to, to that book because yes. in the three years that have come, it's, uh, you know, it certainly wasn't like awaken to happiness and, and, and sit there. It's, I yeah. You know, I've learned, I've, you know, I've learned more in the last week and the last month and the last three years for sure to fill, to fill many books. <laughs> um, but you know, I, that's, it's, it's, I'm super fortunate because I, I had the, the opportunity and the time and the space and the resources to create that book and be able to express myself like that. And which is, you know, a lot of the same feelings and, and emotions that a lot of other folks have, whether it's loss of a relationship or loss of a job or, or death, whatever it may be, it's similar, similar feelings. But I, to be able to, to put that out there and it took two and a half years to write, I had to learn how to do that. But for you to be able to say so many things resonated, that's, that's such a gift for me, because no matter like what the heck we put on, on social media or Instagram, Facebook videos, little photos, captions. It's it, like, it, you never, you'll never ever really know the person on the other end of the line. Like this, this is pretty good, but it's, this is, this is way better than just watching a short Instagram clip. Uh, but until you have this or until you meet and feel someone in, in the real world, you're, you're, you're never going to really know them. And as much as I try to to be authentic and vulnerable and all of that good jazz on, on social media. I'm still really only putting out a tiny snippet of my life. And as much as I try to share some of the bad parts, I probably don't. And everything I put out really is a manipulation of, of what I'm trying to do and achieve in the world, no matter you know, whether I'm conscious of that or, or not, we are just putting out this, this one this one blip. So to really, and you mentioned truth in what you mentioned was in the writing. And that's, 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 
that's so important both in writing and public speaking but but even in this exchange like you if someone watching or listening to this can really tap in and and feel my truth and connect with me if if i'm bullshitting in any sense right now you will you will sense that you'll you'll tap out and then you'll never trust me again and then you'll be like on with it yes and then to but to be able to be able to do that work and then not just exist like that in an interview, but exist like that as you go around in your day-to-day -day life is fucking powerful. Well, and I think the biggest truth that anyone, and you can know this yourself, Michael, I don't know, you might not remember this, but I don't read books. So <laughs> I can listen to an audio, like all of them. I can listen to them. I can, now I'm obsessed. So I will, I can listen to six or seven in a week. <sighs> take it in, take it in, take it in. But to sit and read is challenging for me. I was, I couldn't put it down. Like I was just like, ah, oh, this is good. But, and I think just to really be self-reflective as a female to go like, and I'm being really honest, how dare I not understand a male's point of view? So I, and, and meditation, like how have you gotten so deep in meditation? <laughs> what do you mean? How you just go sit there and just, you don't just you just, <laughs> you just you just you just be there? But it's it's that's it's it's interesting. I mean, I'm literally doing the same meditation three and a half years later that I wrote in the book. I do it every morning for the the most part. And uh, has it got has it changed? Yeah, of course. I'm always trying to make sure I, I I'm I'm doing it right i'm still thinking about the same things i'm still doing all that cleansing work but i you know i guess i guess my point is i recently actually just started working with a new coach a new coach that i've hired uh because i hadn't i had not done that in a while and like i said i'm i took the summer off to, to become a degenerate quite a bit and and <laughs> needed to kind of polish that up through through the fall now and there's no better way to do it than have someone help you but I've, I've, you know, I've been asking him like, you know, am I doing meditation, right? Am, am I doing all these things right? And, and is this on the right path? But it's been, it's been good to, to, you know, have that mirror, but also have a couple, couple checks in a new direction to bring in some new tools and, and techniques. And, okay. Cause yeah, just listening to how you express it and explain it, you can tell that you really get right in, like that you 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 get it yeah i mean when we did a process two nights ago on on wednesday where she's like when we went through it and, and we're really it's actually quite man we got some crazy shit here but we uh <laughs> i've what i've what i've subconsciously unconsciously done is relate being alone with being worthy yeah oh, it's so good which is backwards right and so that that is prevented me or blocked me from moving on to my next relationship. And I've, we don't need to go down the, the, the gory details of, of what's been going on exactly, but perhaps we could I actually That's wrote about I, it. There should be something coming out soon. Anyway. Just what I talked about last week with a hypnotherapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good stuff, but it's, it's like this to, to go deep enough to, to get this truth about relating this unconscious belief about, you know, proven to whoever, probably my father that, you know, uh, I'm worthy by, by being alone, I can prove it and I can be happy. And, and, and that way, that whole thing is blocking me from moving on in, in my world. That's, it's a lot. I know. 
I know I just did the, I was talking about this with mine where I was like, I have an issue with trust. And then when you go deeper, it's that I actually have a deeper issue of worthiness. It really, when we break it all apart, it's about our own worth. Yeah, it was mess. We started out with, you know, she's, she's like, so what's the benefit of being single? And I'm like, freedom, I can do whatever I want, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, what's the benefit of that? What's the benefit of that? What's the benefit of that? And then you get down to, to worthiness and, and, you're, and, and I'm like, okay, great. So and she's like, so the benefit of being single is that, wait a minute, that doesn't quite line up. There, there's something, <laughs> how, how can that be? So it's, it's really that, that clarity and, and making that connection and then unpacking that and, yes. and seeing how, you know, we, we really are. And the other element is just this full, full, full thrust of, of self-love and knowing that we don't need anything or anyone. We're just completely whole and, and vibrant ourselves and whatever, whatever is meant to come in and, and match that um, is, is, is really, is really up to our own doing. Once we, once we get that truth and that connection on ourselves, that that we are whole and worthy and complete. There's only certain things that can come in and match that vibration. hundred percent. It's very good. Very good, Michael. So it's a lot. So it's a lot. It's a lot. That's my point being on Wednesday, Wednesday night, two nights ago, she's after we did this, she's like, you know, you're probably going to be a little bit tired after that. And a couple of days to, (laughs) to, you know, drink some water. And I'm like, whatever, I'm going for a swim and I'm going to go for a run after this. But it's, uh, <laughs> I was definitely bagged yesterday. That's for sure. Yeah, you, these things, you don't even realize how much you're actually taking in all this work, mm-hmm. which again, I think if more males can realize that this work actually will uncover and uncover and uncover. And so what's like, what's the point? Like, what are my buddies are going to watch this perhaps? <laughs> and, 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 and the dudes out there watching this are like, well, why, why, like, why, why would I, why would I want to explore myself like that? Not even how, like the, how, the, how you, you can get help with the, how you can read the books right. or the podcast. A lot of people are listening to the podcast too. Uh, you can hire people that that's how you get, get results faster. I, I, I don't do co- do coaching anymore, but this would be yeah. a good sell if I did, you know, hire me, but <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, so what but- is the actual, but why? Because it affects every aspect of, of, of your life. We, and I've done this. Like I spend so much time and energy either, either trying to, trying to, trying to get validation through things I do, books I write, talks I give, money I make, whatever, how I dress, whatever it may be, pictures I put out there, likes on the internet and all that's bullshit. Right. And then, so there, there's that aspect of getting that external validation and then there's, you know, the other aspect of, of getting the girl and the car and whatever it may be to, to really build ourselves up as, as men. But it, it's, it's, it's all bullshit because it could all be taken away in an instant like it was for me. And then when my wife walked out, I was like, well, who am I now? What's, what's my identity? But the strength in being able to know that, that we really are whole and worthy just, just as we are is super, super, super powerful. My... Uh, there's this, there's this visual that you can do that if you go into, if you go into a a hospital and you go into a a nursery, I don't know what they look like now with COVID and all this business going on. But if you, if you go into the nursery and there's five babies lined up, Mm -hmm. is one more worthy than the other? Yeah. 
they haven't they're all fully deserving and beautiful expressions of life exactly right where they are mm -hmm. one is no better than the other they, they haven't even done anything they have accomplished no goals no no jobs no nothing they're just there and just radiant beauty and that's kind of where we get to at the end of our lives as well yes but that that wholeness and that worthiness to to continue to embody that throughout your day is is and not get so distracted by all the other stuff is is just so so powerful there was i mean i could talk to you forever about this michael i could <laughs> There was one moment in your book, and I feel like when you're saying, like when people say, "What's the point?" Um, and 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 people who know me know that really, I the, the, these are the moments I live for. Um, and uh, but you were holding your friend's hands, and you're leaning across the table. It was your birthday, and you just said, mm -hmm. like your birthday really hadn't meant anything, but you were just connecting with him, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was just a moment. And before these things hadn't really happened, but I think that's the connection. Like that's, that's really what it's all about when you actually can connect in and you can cry and you can sob and you can, you know, know that you can trust another to be so completely vulnerable and know that a person can be across the table with you and let you be completely yourself. And and it might be awful. It might feel terrible, right? Like it's not your, it's not your prettiest moment. <laughs> yeah. And there, and it took, took a certain element of strength and growth for him to, and for me to be yes. aware that he was able to receive that because, yes. you know, to be honest with you, when a lot of people that you meet, I meet or, or in my world, they'll, they'll ask me, yeah, Hey, Hey dude, how, how are you doing today? And I'm like, well, <laughs> are you actually prepared for what, what I'm about to say to you? I don't think you are. And that's fine. Right. That, you know, no judgment. It just, it just is what it is, but I'm like, yep, I'm fine. Or I'm good, you know, or I'll go, you know, better yesterday or, or whatever, whatever it was. And I'll go, what? You mean you're not okay. You're not perfect. I'm like, Oh, Oh no, don't worry about it. I'm fine. But for, for those that in my world are, I've done the work and can handle the truth and game on. I'll, I'll share just like, like you have, like that's what I've shared. Uh, you know, the latest and greatest that's going on in, in my world, because it's, it's, that's real life, right? That's where we're all just trying to figure it out. And that's, that's the good stuff. Yes. Well, yeah, thank I'm, I'm, I'm aware of our time. I, um, I, what, I wanted to talk about the TEDx. Can we just quickly, can yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. that's huge because since the day that uh, we met, you had always said, and I think there's still going to be more stages ahead for you, but uh, you had said, you just had this vision of not being behind. Oh, you even wrote that in your book, not being behind stage, but being on stage. And then um, last year, I, during COVID, you were just like, I'm going to be on TEDx. I was like, what's going on? So what happened? Yeah, no, TEDx was was cool. It did that in January. It came out in March or April, I believe. We're in October now. It was, you know, a lot of the challenges I have, I don't want to say mistakes because there's no mistakes. You know, there's every, we're always learning, but uh, ways that I've made my life more challenging over the past three years, perhaps I can frame it like that. It was really attaching, and I, and I know this, 
intellectually, but sometimes it takes a few iterations for myself to really embody it and, and, and absorb the lesson. But what I've tended to done in the past is put a lot of emphasis on the, on the, on the goal or the outcome or whatever it may be like write a book and then this is going to happen, do a talk. And then your life is going to change like this when of course it doesn't really turn out that way. So even after the book came out 13 months ago, now I was, I was super, super depressed after that for a, a short period of time, but I, I had really had so much expectation on the book coming out and, and all these really unrealistic expectations about how I thought my life would change. And that didn't happen, obviously. Maybe it will one day, whatever. But, and also I'd had this, this, this companion, this thing that I've been working on for two and a half years, writing the book, trying to figure out how to book, write the book and become a writer that I had really it was my excuse to not move on with, with my life. And, but this was really my companion that I'd already lost. So I, I've heard, and I don't know what it's like to have a, a kid, but it was a little bit like postpartum depression, right? You, you, you birthed this thing out to the world and now it's not yours anymore. So there was a huge letdown after that. So my point being there, same sort of letdown after doing the, the TEDx, but I learned a little bit, so I didn't let it affect me as much, but it was, it was a great experience. I was talking to someone about it this morning Again, for me, and same with the book, it's really about being proud enough of the quality of the work or the creation that I put out there that I can feel good about that. And, and so when you read it and, and it resonates with, with you or you watch the talk and, and it resonates, that's kind of all that, that matters. So I, I took it very seriously as, as I do. I hired two of the best, best speaking coaches in Vancouver to prepare me for that because the... The, the talk that I gave on stage, well, you know, parts of it make me cringe right now. And I'm pretty sure I would do it a lot better or not better, but differently now because I'm a different person. Uh, but it was, it was, I grew a ton in the process to create that talk and to deliver that talk. And I think really, really that's the, that's the, that should be the, the goal. Well, the milestones like doing the talk or writing the book, whatever it may be, are just things that help pull us forward. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, I had a fuck. I yeah. So they did the talk in in January, which was great. But I, you know, I I went I, through a healthy period of growth in uh, March, really exploring shadow work and and my darker side and things like that. So it's. That was a huge, a huge period of growth through March and April as well, because, you know, the, the talk and, and not even the talk as much, but um, I was just getting triggered or whatever the word is on, on, on all, you know, the, the, the love and the light world out there. And it just wasn't really sitting super well with me at the time. So I had to explore that and, and, and why that was, but it's so March of earlier this year was, was a huge period of growth, getting into shadow work and, and all of that. And um, so that, yeah, again, so different person um, from January to March. And then I, I did another interview in, in May, which I really, really love because it was, it was a more casual uh, interview. I was just doing it over the, the phone here in, in my living room. But I can, I, when I watch that, I'm like, damn, that, that, that's good. I, I like that. I, you know, I sort of like that guy and, and, and the way he's speaking and, and the way he's 
he's talking and what he's conveying and he's not projecting things that he's not he's you know he's still trying he's still exploring who he is and what it means and and, and how that that journey can be can be inspiring and beneficial to others right well and shadow work right like i think that's as soon as you're feeling i always say that to people like when you're looking at something on on instagram or you're feeling something and it brings up an emotion in you just for anyone who doesn't quite understand shadow work and it, suddenly you're like oh i feel jealous or oh i feel shame or it's like okay sit with it did you like my face just there um sit with it because it's truly like you were saying earlier a mirror within you it's it's not to go away from that feeling it's to just go wait what is that for me and why am i feeling that what is that that i need to actually own and not go away from to go like well why am i feeling that what is that and sit with it yeah and the, the challenge that i had and i did this and this for a while where i was all love and light peace and glow. And I'm still like that, right? You, yeah. you know me and you can sense that through, through yeah. our, our talk right now. But when, when I was really dialed into that state, whenever I would see anything negative or someone doing something stupid, I was like, that is not in me, right? I am a love and light unicorn. That is not in me. There's no way I could do something bad or think something bad. Yeah. That's bullshit. The, and so the way I reflected on the shadow work journey is, is, is really like I, I have the capacity to, to do just as many horrible things as, as anyone else, but yes. I make that moral choice not to, not to, but just because someone goes the other direction and, and does something bad, that does not mean that I am not capable of doing that. I'm just, I, I choose to, to not go there. Yes. Cause I think that's exactly, we have, we have a compass, right? Um, but sometimes when we, we want to place it on them, it's like we, if we're judging it, then it's like, we, we don't do it, but it's mm -hmm. like, it's still in us, right? It's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's all in there. percent. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I think that's really important just to know, know why it's in there, know why you're judging somebody else to go, actually, well, it's just, just not going to do it. hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, all of those things, I think, oh yeah, it's Thank you. Thank you. If you were, I always like to ask this question, if you were going to give um, people one piece of advice, if they were um, heading on this, I know it's gonna be tricky. One sort of piece of advice, if they were beginning to um, this journey for themselves, because sometimes people wanna dive in and just like do everything. I think I know what you're going to say. Um, what would it you're, be? Are you psychic? I am a psychic. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I was going to say. I keep going. <laughs> I build it up a bit more. I was, uh, I, when well, I started thinking, right. I, that's the problem with being an engineer. And sometimes I get yeah. distracted with, with, with my thinking, but no, I would. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, I know what I was, was going to say. I think it's, you know, it's, 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 you know, one of the things that I wrote in the book with the, uh, with, the conversation I was having with one of the women in, in the book, it's not like it's a book full of me and conversations with women, but perhaps that could be the next book. We'll see how things go. But she was like, you know, it, you, yeah, you got to sit with it. Right. And, and, and I'm still doing that now. That's almost four years later now it's, you know, and for me, my biggest challenge has been isolation, like over the last couple of years and, and being lonely uh, just totally crippling at, at times. And that's been, been my challenge. And so my, my task now is to, and I've been doing this and this is what I've been saying to the person I'm working with now, like, what the heck I've been, how much more do I have to, to sit with this? How much more do I have to, to feel into this? And 
Uh, I just recognize there's been certain, certain, what I've been doing wrong. I've been doing things wrong, literally Cindy, for almost four years in my, in my sitting with it, where I've been, been sitting with this, this anger and loneliness at times and jealousy in, I've been sitting this in, in, in anger and this real negative, like, why me? When's this over? I'm doing all this shit, blah, blah, blah. So just that, that real, that emotion, that energy really repels the exact thing that I want to attract. So the, the flip is to, to, to sit with it. And like we talked about before, just pouring in all that self-love and we're worthy, we're full, however, visualizations or whatever you need to, to do that. And just, just, just really fill ourselves up with all that love. So, but that, what to do, where to start is, is to really sit with these new feelings and these new emotions. And that's, that's how I started my journey. I started journaling. I'd never journaled or written anything before in my life because I'm a dude. And why would a dude journal? It's, it's so lame, right? But so powerful where, where, you know, in the past, when we feel uncomfortable, we'll, we'll distract ourselves. We'll, we'll go to yoga. We'll go out drinking. We'll, uh, you know, I used to have, and I still exercise quite a bit, but I would really abuse exercise. And I would just continue to do all these things or I watch TV with Netflix, whatever the heck it is. So if you're just starting your journey, literally do nothing and just sit with yourself, sit, think about the things that are coming up in your head, how uncomfortable they are, journal about them if they make sense. And yeah, buckle up. <laughs> love it. I love that. Is, that's the truth. Like right now around me, if you could see, I have like 17 journals. Like <laughs> I love it. You can do this. Your biggest challenge in the beginning was figuring out how to use Instagram and not like, uh, <laughs> right? What button to press? But uh, it's still a challenge. I'm I just, know it is. I'm just. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to see you. It's been way too long. So good. So Great good. Thank you. you. Thank you. So welcome. Thank you for doing this and creating this and setting it up and holding yes. space. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today on this Friday. I hope you had a great cup of bliss with us and that you uh, walk away with some little nuggets or a whole whack of information that you will find useful in your life. That's my hope for these podcasts, that they are useful, informative, and also really fun. You can find me at www.blissfulintuitive.com and on Instagram at Blissful Intuitive. I try to make it intuitive. <laughs> I hope you have a really wonderful day and a really wonderful weekend. A little thought, buy yourself something special. Maybe perhaps it's a bouquet of flowers or maybe some cozy socks for your special feet that have carried you so far this week or perhaps this year. And lean in. Lean into somebody special and look, really look. Have a great, great week. And I'll see you next, see ya next week. <laughs>